You're listening to The Table Talk with your host, Anthony Irvin, a.k.a. Spoken Light. Tune in every other Thursday starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with me and a new special guest live on Facebook and Twitch. Without further ado, let's start the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Table Talk. This is episode 26. Thank you all for being here tonight. I am so hyped to do this tonight with uh, a friend of mine that we have gone many years. Uh, we It's been a couple years since we've actually had a good conversation. We were talking last night about uh, you know playing at the deck uh, back in our local area. So it's been many years since we actually like played a show together, talked music. So it was uh, good to get to talk to him before you know the uh, show tonight and uh, you know if you guys want to check out some of the bonus footage that's going to be happening right after the show tonight airs make sure you guys are joining and subscribing to the table talk patreon page over on patreon that's uh, patreon.com slash table underscore talk we are uh building a private community over there and i would love to see you guys uh be there it uh it starts at a one dollar all the way up to $5. So uh, nothing too, too uh, expensive, but I I would love to see and show your support for the show. If you uh, like to see extra content, there's bonus footage. You can get audio downloads, video downloads, and I'm working on one of the perks right now. Uh, there was a certain perk on there, and I'm trying to work it out to uh, get a little bit more uh, in detail with that. But if you're on the Patreon, you can be able to get uh, and uh, write some ideas on what that uh, new perk should be. So thank you for my Patreons who have been so supportive. Uh, Bernadette, David, and Mary, thank you for your continued support. Love you guys. And again, that's patreon.com slash table underscore talk. So, without further ado, let's get to tonight's special guest. Uh, I'm looking forward to having a great time with him. Let's say hello to Owen Crowley, everybody. How you What's doing, up, man? man? Good. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm I'm really excited to uh, be here tonight, and uh, really honored you brought me on. It's it's I'm excited. I'm excited. Yes, man. Glad <laughs> to have you here. What's been up? You know, life after COVID, I feel like we're all still recovering a little bit, but uh, it's been good. You know, I, I took the year to just catch up on music and uh, I'm doing well. You know, how, uh -huh. how are things going with you? Things are going good. Like I said, uh, you know, since things are kind of starting to go back to normal, even though, I mean, we're starting to see things that are kind of starting to slip the other way. But, you know, it, uh, it's been good to kind of see some type of normalcy. And, uh, you know, shows are starting to come back for a lot of people. I'm starting to get more offers. And, you know, so it's uh, really good to get back into playing a little bit more often instead of looking at my camera here every night. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, actually, there's nothing There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I love the audience that I built here, but there's nothing like that. Uh, true you know physical interaction with an audience nothing like Agreed. it man and you know it's 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 one thing if people uh don't necessarily from from a non-musician's point of view if they if, if they don't know how it feels to like kind of have that high of like you know getting in front of an audience and having that reaction yeah. uh you know it's it's kind of hard to explain but like when you know it it's just like you, it, when you when you're away from it for a while you, know, you start I, I, at least for me like i start getting like real like itchy to be like okay i need to do something so <laughs> it's it, it it was paralyzing for me man you know the last very last show 
I uh, played before COVID started was uh-huh. back in uh, December. Uh, I don't know if uh, anyone watching is going to know this, but uh, shout out to the Soda Bar. They're they're not around anymore, but we played a great house show at Temple at the Soda Bar. <laughs> nice, and nice. It was December fourteenth. They packed packed the house. It was a great basement show, and everyone was just losing their minds, and we're screaming at the top of our lungs with everybody. That's awesome. and that was just one of the best highs to have. I wish I knew it was like the last one for a little while, you know, so I could I could enjoy it a little bit more. But it it was phenomenal, and I think I, I'm excited. I'm gonna start hitting some open mics soon, and awesome. I'm excited to start having some friends get together and you know booking some more shows. Yeah, man. That and like I said, that that's how I got started with uh, booking up and mics and just kind of. I did a whole, you know, uh, you know, local tour based off just doing open mic features. I, yeah. I would just call a bunch of uh, open mic, uh, you know, bars and restaurants and stuff, and say, "Hey, uh, I know you have an open mic uh, on this night." And I got in, in contact with the people that were running it and said, I, I would love to be a featured artist. And, you know, I would either, you know, be a featured artist for that night. So, so I would get an actual longer set than just like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Or if I couldn't get a featured spot, I would at least go there and, and do my 10, 15 minute or two, three song set. And it was yeah. fun, you know, because I got to not only play different open mics but different venues and you know playing in front of different crowds and different vibes every night so it, it was definitely uh you know a, a fun experience uh you know and it's and it's i guess you can't really necessarily say it's like a booking like a tour or anything but you know i know yeah. everybody has like you know their opinions on like especially like the weekender tours and like oh is, yeah. a, is a weekend tour really a tour or like so it's like <laughs> i you mean know, if you're doing every weekend for the whole year sure yeah we'll yeah, count it, that but yeah <laughs> I, but you know say like oh well we played three shows this week like cool <laughs> like but then they try to do like the tri-states and everybody's like well that's not necessarily a tour but like you know yeah. so i mean hey whatever makes you happy <laughs> I, I i would exactly I would, in, in my mind if you're going from you know a state to state a couple days you know out of the week that's somewhat of a tour i mean it may not be like a, a full u.s tour that you're playing 30 days 30 nights but you know it, it's yeah. still something if you're getting your name out there and playing in front of a different crowd every night in a different market it's it's someone like a tour to you and you know exactly and that that's the thing there's too much bad blood around the idea of touring like you're saying you're doing these open mics to me, man, that that's touring. That's yeah. touring in and of itself because you're saying, look, I'm getting out there. I'm not just playing once a year. If you're doing like a couple open mics or you're playing a show or two here and there, then it's like, yeah, maybe don't call it a tour. But if you're really putting the effort in that year to just get yourself out there as much as yeah. possible, call it, call it whatever the heck you want to call it. One of my last bands way back when we even, oh my God, I forget what we called it, but it was like some sort of like winter, fall tour or whatever. Uh-huh. And then we made a T-shirt of it, and we put it, nice. put it on the back of the shirt. It was and people eat those things up, you know. Loved it, but the thing was, it was just all of the shows we had played over the last three, four months, and the next three, four months, and we were just like, "All right, let's just throw it all together, call it a tour, and call it a day." And it didn't matter because at the end of the day, as long as you're getting out there, just do whatever, do whatever you want to do, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but for the people who may not know you, Owen, uh, how about you yeah. give uh, everybody a background of who who you are? I will. I will do my best. Uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Owen. Uh, I'm now going under the artist name of Enley. Uh, you may know me from 
way back, way, way back from either Take Three, Nightlife, or uh, more recently, Perpetuals. Um, I was the lead singer for Perpetuals, one of the writers. Uh, we dropped six, seven singles, had a couple of them get up to 50,000, which was amazing to see nice. last year on Spotify, nice. even with COVID craziness. But right. sadly, uh, the band is taking a, a good hard pause right now. You can call it a breakup. You can call it what you will. But mm-hmm. uh, we're all still keeping in touch. And I kind of just decided that, you know, after really taking some time for myself and working on my mental health this past year, um, Come June, I was just like, you know what? I want, I want to get back into music. Mm-hmm. I spent a good while just not really even being able to listen to music. And then as I built my mental health and built myself back yeah. up, I finally was like, this this is, you know, what I'm meant to do. This is my calling. This is yeah. what I love doing. And it doesn't mean I got to drop everything else and quit all my other jobs or whatever right. else. But I was just like, let's write. And I had 20, 30 songs come out and I was just calling up every artist friend producer friend i knew i was like get over here i got three ideas let's just write 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 and then work out crazy so i had to put it on pause but um Uh yeah that that was a whole long tangent just to say hey i'm owen uh i'm going by enley now and uh yeah i uh i sing play guitar piano bass um singing's my main thing i'm getting a lot more into production and i'm hoping to release my own produced music this next year hopefully one song a month but we'll see we'll see what we can get yeah man that's awesome and uh you were saying about you know taking like the time for your mental health and uh it's it's a shame with whatever with everything that we're going through but i was telling a lot of people like maybe this is something that we all just needed we needed like a break like a a mental break from everything we're stuck in from our everyday lives. Like we're so consumed with this, so consumed with that, It's too much. but everything shut down and we were stuck at home. And that really, I mean, there's a lot of people that it it really uh, put people in a bad position, but you know, I think for uh, some people it's like, you know, I got to be able to do things I wasn't even, I didn't have time to do with, uh, I got like a certain project done or, you know, I yeah. been doing this thing that I've been putting off for a couple months. And especially from a music standpoint, you know, I felt like I upgraded a lot of my gear. I kind of like revamped a lot of things to be like, okay, cause when, you know, I might as well put some type of positivity to this time that we have. Cause when th- things come back, I don't want to be the same old person up on stage. I want to be like, Hey, I revamped myself and this is like, not even just like a new me, but like, Hey, I took my time. Like, yeah. And made something of it. Yeah. Yes. Like a, and like an evolve (laughs) leveling up. And yeah. And I want people to see that, that like, Hey, I mean, you know, he didn't just like take that time and just sat around and, you know, just said, Oh, well, I wish we were doing this. And I wish that, you know, taking that and flipping and put and turning it into a positive and yeah. trying to just, you know, always be a better you and always try to uh, challenge yourself. And, you know, cause uh, a, a lot of people, when it comes to challenges, sometimes, I mean, challenges can be scary because you never know what they can bring. But uh, sometimes, you you sometimes we need those challenges to, you know, kind of, you know, rattle the system to kind of like yeah. to bring some new light in, into certain things. Sometimes challenges can make you that much of a better person. You never thought you can be. I, I could not agree more with you on that and i i am honestly blessed to have had the awful awful year that i did last (laughs) year 
because it taught me so, so much about mm-hmm. life, about myself, personal yeah. relationships. And, you know, like I was, uh, you know, talking a little bit about my mental health. I'll, I'll share a little bit on that. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, it was probably around November when Perpetuals finally just started to, you know, call it quits. We had uh-huh. a group meeting and, you know, I was, this was my everything. This was like my little baby of a project. We had tours planned. We had an album planned. We had so much music and then COVID happened. You know, it turned my life upside down. Right. And I was scared to death. You know, I had no idea what was to come. And it was a really, really terrifying time um, because I finally was left with my own thoughts and my own demons. And I finally was like, I, I need help. I really yeah. need help. I can't, I can't keep going like this. And, you know, I, I started going to therapy, seeing some doctors and, you know, after six, eight months now of working on things and, you know, getting di- diagnosed with ADHD, anxiety, depression, working mm-hmm. through those things, working through this massive mental block of, like I said, not even being able to listen to music for six months after right. a whole life of music. And that was all I knew, you know, and, and now I can't, I can't even listen to it without just like almost being in physical pain. It felt like, right. um, but getting through those things and getting to a point now where, you know, it's, it's August this time last year, I was terrified to even show bits of myself, hmm. but now I'm so comfortable just being like, I'm just going to show myself. If you like me, you like me. If you don't, I love myself and that's yeah. okay. And people harp on self-love so much, but it is the most, most important thing in this world. I don't care what anyone else has got to say. If you do not wake up loving yourself, mm-hmm. please reach out to a friend, family member, therapist, doctor, whoever it might be, because you gotta you gotta face yourself to face anything else in this life and it's just been beautiful and i'm excited for you and everyone else to hear you know the music that manifests from all that has really you know come together over this past year and a half yeah man i look forward to it because it seems like you've kind of had a a big boom of like inspiration and you know that's like the best thing when it comes like when you have those big moments of like you get this creative side this thing that comes out that you're like whoa like you can't and you can't like take the time to be like whoa like whoa brain like let me just write this down before you get to the next (laughs) one and that's kind of how I'm going on drives and I'm like, all right, uh, hey, 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 Siri, uh, write, write a new note, write a new yeah. note. And it's like every five <laughs> minutes, I'm like, all right, song idea, business idea, uh, another marketing idea. Oh, text this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Siri's like, calm down, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. like- <laughs> you need to chill. Right. <laughs> Calm down, son. Calm down. I I think, and and the fact that I've really started to, you know, take advantage of like the voice notes and voice memos when -hmm. it comes to like, you know, when you have an idea or a, a melody or something that comes to your head, you know. I have like so many different things in my phone now that it's like, you know, but I'll look at them a couple weeks later. I'll be like, what was I thinking there? And then, or like this and that, but I'm like in the moment you're like, yeah, this sounds really good. And it's good to kind of go back to uh, ideas because that's kind of how my uh, latest single was like I had written something down and put it in a voice memo and never really touched it for about two, three years. And, and then I was like, well, I need something new out. And I didn't really have any inspiration or ideas, but I knew I had some stuff in my phone. So I come across this thing that I made and I'm like, 
okay, this is like coming around and then that's yeah. it just blossomed into a brand new song and you know just all it needed was lyrics and it's almost like like you said it just came out of nowhere and you got knew what to write what, what to put it, in what there. the song needed i swear yeah voice memos is every musician's little book of hidden archives it's their little mm-hmm. library that's hidden away and then like if somebody picked up my phone they'd be like what 500 voice why do you have so many you know right. Dude, but then like charlie you play Puth, any that he's like the uh voice memo person because i think he wrote a whole album and i think it was called like voice voice memos or voice notes really? because it was based off all like voice memos on his phone he did a whole That's album crazy. of like ideas that he had from his phone i think he called it like uh I think it called. It was called like voice memos voice, or voice notes. Voice notes sounds voice notes or something. So it might. It might be that. Yeah. If anybody's watching and they know the album, let us know. But I know it was yeah. something within, <laughs> around those lines. But uh, yeah, and, and you know, it was cool. And then you know, I was watching you know uh, a lot of his productions, and he's just showing how he took it from his phone, uploaded it into his you know Pro Tools, and you know did this and do that. And I'm like, wow, that's yeah. like you know the the creative side of you know the the world today. It's just like you can do anything you got no excuses you know no. and if you and listen listen i am chock full of them so <laughs> i am not not one to be saying you know there's no excuses because i wake up every day and i got about 20 excuses but, just ready to rip yeah, off the bat the, the producers from like the 60s are like like had to been like if they were looking at today and like dude you guys got it easy just drooling, <laughs> like drooling like, at everything we, we, we have to do everything to in four tracks and you guys have unlimited tracks to work with yeah you know, it's crazy like how looking at a lot of uh old music and looking at the stems and seeing like they worked with four tracks but they had like multiple you know instruments and vocals on like even one track and i'm like yeah how is that even possible but then yeah. like you know, like so it's it's amazing it's really cool to like see how they recorded back then with just a minimal amount of stuff and then now looking like you know you have pro tools and logic and ambient and all those others that you can have unlimited amount of tracks and unlimited amount of plugins unlimited amount of this just to say like you know just write a song yeah <laughs> and that now you have like four tracks just for like the bass drum or something you know it's oh yeah yeah and it's, that, it's yeah. ridiculous <laughs> right it's crazy like how oh we were God. talking they, that you know you have uh so many different things that you can do with just one track and then duplicating that and you know, it's just like how we sometimes people will use a bass track, they'll duplicate that, and then use yeah. a bass DI and then a bass amp, and then they kind of mix that, and then that's like your whole sound. Yeah. And when I saw that, I'm like, that's pretty smart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you listen to it, like that sounds good. Like, and, and I've been yeah. wondering how you get that type of tone, and you never know. It's it's just two different types of sounds, you know, kind of yeah. mesh together. And you're like, yeah. wow. I, I saw I saw something really great the other day. I can't remember from it was probably on like another music podcast or whatever. Um, I think it was uh, like the uh, what mixing with the masters, like one of yes. the, one of those like short clips that I saw on like TikTok or YouTube or something. And uh, it was the guy who mixed. Um, oh, who was it? Phoenix's song Litsomania. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of he's walking through how he came up with the synth part. Yeah. And that synth is like the thing that just ties that song together. And like, I hear just one note of that synth and I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. And it just takes me back to every moment I've listened to that song. Mm -hmm. But what he goes on to say is that so many people are 
focused on, oh, it's got to be the best this, the best that, the best this, the best that. He's like, but think about it. You, you have the best this and the best that. They're going to cancel each other out. Right. But if you have the best, I don't know, guitarist, take, uh, I think the example was like Jack White, you know, mm-hmm. phenomenal guitarist, but he's taking this like $5 plastic guitar, turning it into something and creating some crazy, amazing sound uh-huh. that no one's heard of. Right. And he's like, look, the secret is really just take something that's seemingly awful or bad and something that's seemingly amazing, put it together and just create something new, create something unique. And that right. just like opened a door in my mind. I was like sitting down like, whoa, that's <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I just I felt like I could approach every aspect of music from that area, because I feel like as musicians that also like mix and produce like, like you do, Mm -hmm. we get so caught up in the perfectionism of it. You know? Yes. I feel like you just get carried away. And we, we (laughs) we talked about this last night that there's, there's so many different brackets of, you gotta be patient with yourself because there's the creative side that wants to write everything. Mm -hmm. But then there's the side that needs to add the production, little pop, hits here and there throughout right. and then also the mixing side that has the strict rules and then even mastering because if you're going into the mixing phase with the creative mindset of oh i'm still adding to the song or producing i think our example last night was just like oh yeah i really love hearing drums that kick right now but if you have that on a song that does not need drums right in your face yeah it's just it's not gonna not gonna go <laughs> and, it, and then sometimes you know it uh some things that may not be traditional in that genre it's sometimes good to sometimes have it because it'd be like okay it's unique and it's it could sometimes be like okay well this is like a a transition period into some type of genre when you know you know this is not the mix of what maybe a pop song might be but like you know yeah. So sometimes it may work. Sometimes it's like, yeah, you don't need a whole bunch of bass drum. You don't need, but it's like you'd want to have a big pumping bass, but you don't need a lot of bass drum and snare and kick and everything. But, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's good to kind of know your genres when you're, you know, doing a lot of your music production. Yeah. But it's good also when you're doing your own production because you can be your own person and yeah. you don't have to necessarily stay within the rules. You can kind of, you know look at your references, look at, you know, how these songs are made, how this is going, where yeah. this is going, but you can be your own creator in whatever type of music. And that's kind of how I did a lot of my music. I didn't really try to, uh, I mean, I listened to a lot of music. I listened to a lot of influences, but I've never tried to be like somebody. Yeah. And I think, and I sometimes think that's probably uh, what has held me back in a lot of things because when some nine times out of ten when people you know listen to new music like well what do you who do you sound like yeah and i've never really been like oh well i sound like him or i sound like that yeah. band because i've never wanted to try to be like another insert artist yeah i wanted yeah. to be myself but it's also good to say like hey these are my uh these are my influences and you can probably see that in there but i don't necessarily sound like that person i i couldn't agree i feel like you have to toe that line because for me for so long i did have the mentality of oh my god i i absolutely love you know like one of my all-time favorites is young the giant Uh and they were a huge inspiration to all of the music i wrote Uh saying every aspect of it 
And when I finally started getting people being like, oh my God, yeah, you guys sound like Young the Giant. I was like, yay, <laughs> wait, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it, it's like, almost like a curse in a way too, because then yeah. you're like, well, you don't want to sound like that person. You, you, It's good to have influence and, and be like, yeah. you know, it's good that you sound like it, but you don't want to be another, you know, Young the Giant. Insert you want to be, you yeah. want to be Owen who took un- uh, influences from <laughs> that band, you know? So influences, it, I like influences. That's that a new word. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag influence. If you're, if you're watching this evening, uh, add that on the Twitter feed. Uh, we got a whole live feed going up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I don't know. It's, you know, music is really ever changing, especially as of late. I feel like, especially with TikTok and things, you know, we're, we're going into the world, um, of 15 second songs, you know, mm-hmm. you, you had the idea of saying, you know what, I'm just going to put a whole bunch of ideas on TikTok, and you know, if people like it, then Hey, maybe I'll turn that into a song. And I think that's yeah. one of the best, the best pieces of advice you could give to any new artist or band. It's just like, just start putting stuff out there, whether it's on SoundCloud, TikTok, it doesn't have to be perfect. But then try to get a response from people. See how you respond to that. And even if they love it and maybe it gets 500,000 views and this and that, is that you? Is that true to yourself and what you love doing? Because, you know, you again, you got to toe the line with that even and just feel what's best and what's right for you. Exactly. Yeah, man, it's 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 fun being a creator, fun having that type of, uh, (laughs) you know, freedom. But uh, yeah, my mom's been watching. So thank you, mom. Really glad you've been enjoying the show. (laughs) See you, Bernadette. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, But along the way, you know, from, you know, when we're talking about influences, you know, I I, I love a lot of John Mayer lately, like his new album has been like. Like, and going from a, a traditional like like he's never really this is like an album that like it seems like he's always wanted to do but he's never really gotten to that point so he it seems like he's wanted to always write like an 80s inspired thing and he's he, he hit the nail on the head with it it, oh my like, God. it took, every track it took me is, right to the eagles i was i oh, was yeah. listening and i was like okay cool so i'm gonna drive for the next i don't even know 10 hours and just have it on repeat you know it right just so good yeah, and, and the, the dude can't write a bad song. No. <laughs> I mean, to me it's at least. Possible. I know some people are not John Mayer <laughs> fans. That's cool. But, you know, he, he for our generation, I feel John is top tier. I mean, he, oh, yeah. he's, I, he, I he's, he's another type of animal. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, and, and when it comes to him, like, you know, Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan, all like the, the great guitar people, you know, because the guitar has kind of always been – you know, my number one staple. And I grew up with a lot of Jimi Hendrix and Beatles, you know, yeah. uh, Beatles definitely really helped me with learning, uh, you know, chord progressions and learning to, you know, change in between those things. Cause you know, their, their early music was just like so influential and you can see a lot of that in today's music too. But yeah, again, totally different bandwagon of, uh, you know, conversation, but you know, it's, uh, good to say that you know hey this kind of sounds like the beatles but i don't want it to be another beatles song they've yeah. done that it's yeah. good to say like yeah this kind of came from an inspiration from a song 
you can hear it, but it's like, you know, so it's like, it, it, I think I've just kind of made the sense of it. So like, you know, yeah. you, you don't, you don't want to be the Beatles. You want to be inspired by the Beatles to say, this is something that I wrote to be inspired by the Beatles from. So, all right. So with that said, what are your thoughts on Greta Van Fleet? Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, I, I haven't I, listened I'll, to I'll them I'll jump enough. in just by your initial reaction. I can assume I agree, but I'll, I'll let you. Here, here's the thing. I haven't given them enough chance because you know, everybody's thought is yeah. they sound too much like Led Zeppelin or they're the next yeah. Led Zeppelin. That's that's cool. I haven't given them the chance to really listen to them. And the times that I have, I'm like, I could see everybody's point of saying like they sound like Led Zeppelin or they're trying to be like the next Led Zeppelin, which is fine. Everybody has yeah. that type. Like, you know, we had what was the band called? Uh, the Darkness. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They were like the uh, a traditional, you know, like eighties hair metal band. Yep. That was like rolling in the nineties. I I love. Oh, and they that. killed I it. I love their phenomenal. stuff. They they were yeah. awesome. So you know, it's cool to kind of see that inspired band that like you know, hey, this is our main influence. We're not trying to say that we're the next Led Zeppelin, but this is our biggest influence, and this is where we get our inspiration from. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and it's one thing, that's how you want to get your fans in. If you like Led Zeppelin, then he, here you go. And that's... Yeah, and, that is true. And especially with the internet today, going with the internet, the more buzz you get around saying like, oh, well, this band sounds like this, or this band, the more, like, it's almost bad. Like, the more bad publicity you get, the more people listen oh, yeah. to you. <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. almost like you oh, want to yeah. be a bad influence or bad something so you can get people to listen and be like, oh, okay, well, they're actually really good, or oh, I can see where yeah. they're going. You know, so- my, 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 my one buddy, Tom, he just pop punk, crazy, crazy pop punk guy, phenomenal drummer. Everybody I know who needs drums, they go to him for the, you know, the crazy pop punk or metal or you know just some right. really intense awesome like he'll give you that energy mm-hmm. type of drums um when it comes to artists like mgk he <laughs> is so <laughs> upset because people are like oh my god he's like the god of pop punk and then my buddy's like pulling his hair out he's right. like no <laughs> right <laughs> but i will say on the other hand it's beautiful to see how much it's inspiring him to say, yeah, screw this. I'm going to, you know, put out my first solo pop punk album. Cause he's, he's worked with a bunch of different bands. He's a guy that just, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, you need a pop punk drummer. I'll be there kind of thing. Like he, he played with everybody, but he never really did his own thing. And, right. you know, I'm finally starting to work with him on that end. And I'm excited to see, what he puts out because his brain is there he knows right like pop punk is flowing through his blood so i'm i'm excited what uh to see what he puts together and uh see see if he can get up to mgk's level and just you know play <laughs> off the the twitter feeds like little nas x has been doing and uh See if he can uh, create mm-hmm. some of his own. And I can't really say I'm the I'm the biggest MG, uh, MGK fan. I can, yeah. from a musician standpoint, I can respect him trying to you know get out that creative side of like, hey, this is a type of music I love, and I want to see where it takes me. I mean, yeah. I know I have this niche of fan base. They may not 
uh, respond to it real well. But this is something that, as a musician, I got to get out of it. And yeah. it's it's almost like the same way I feel for like Post Malone. He's you know more of a rapper, but he has that rock side to him. Yeah, and he likes a lot of heavy music. And I'm a heavy metal guy, and he likes a lot of the bands that I listen to. So I'm like, yeah. okay, hey, and th- and then you know y- you get to the point where you hear these people so much, you're like, eh, I don't really like his music too much. But then you start listening, you're like. I'm starting to get catched on to it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he does have a couple good ones. And I will say, I mean, from a, a music standpoint, I mean, it's catchy stuff. It's catchy. Yeah. No, don't, don't get and me trust wrong. Me, there's is- a lot. And I feel there's a lot of mainstream stuff out there today that it's like, it's just so recycled rinse, repeat yeah. and stuff. But then there's, some guys that are out, guys and girls can't be, you know, one side, <laughs> but uh, you know, there are I, some I, artists I out just- there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There are some artists out there that are doing it the right way, but then there's like a lot of like the uh, artists that are just like, we've heard this before. I I I want to bring up. uh, I keep bringing up the fact that uh, T Pain. There was a thing out there that he's like. You guys got to keep doing something else. Stop sending me the same stuff. We have the baby. We have a little baby and all this. Other yeah, stuff. I saw. Like, he's like, we already have these people doing this stuff. Sing, sing something else. Yeah. <laughs> I was crying laughing. But it's so oh, true, though. You know, everybody yeah. like says like, oh, well, if this is what's hot, I want to be the next person to do that. Like, but that's already yeah. been done. You know, it's been, it's, exactly. Exactly. So you and can't keep doing that. You got to do something but else. Use it. Use it for inspiration. I I, right. I need I need to get this out. The last other artist I'm gonna mention was <laughs> way back, and this uh, you know we could transition, but we got a long tangent of artists we're talking about. But uh-huh. I, this this is amazing for me to just bring up real quick. Way back when, uh, you know the artist Logic, you know when he yeah. first started coming out in 2014, 2015, and he's starting to blow up. Right. Um, my brother, who's like five six younger than I am, he was really into Logic's mixtapes on SoundCloud mm-hmm. before, like three years before he even hit iTunes and Spotify, like any of that stuff. And he's, he kept pushing him, pushing him on me. And I was like, all right, all right. And then one day I was like, all right, this is, this is awesome. So I kind of stepped away from the Logic stuff, you know, got a little bit older. I was like, all right, I'll leave, leave that in the past. But then yeah. something came over me today and I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and listen to, I think it was, uh, the incredible true story and the first song on that album, Contact. I I blasted that album my whole drive to work today, and I was like, <laughs> man, this this is the type of stuff. He's one of those guys that he did a similar thing. Later, he came out with the album Supermarket. He was yeah. like, hey, I got alternative acoustic backgrounds. I got, and I never really understood that. But now that I've grown so much from a producer standpoint, and I'm like, oh, I can transition what I've learned on guitar two keys when I'm just throwing on synth pads or I'm throwing on all this extra stuff to just make it a little more popular. And all that he was doing, the vocal layering, all of the synth layering, and it was just so beautiful to hear that. And I'm going to throw a little shout out. If you have not checked them out, Spitfire Audio, BBC Hmm. Symphony, it's not a small company by any means. So the Uh shout out doesn't mean anything coming from me. It's just (laughs) saying... If you are a producer, go get to their website right now because hmm. you sign up just for their their mailing list or whatever, their email list. Uh-huh. And in 14 days, they send you the plugin for free. Now, this patch is the full BBC Symphony Orchestra. Wow. And you can go through and you can change 
all these different things. You're going to choose the instruments. You can layer wow. them. And I was messing around with it. And then listening to Logic this morning, I was like, oh, my God, I can I can almost do what he's doing. Uh-huh. And I can hear one of the songs that I kind of threw together the other night from an alt rock standpoint that sounded very similar to what he did just on a hip hop track. You know, it was right. it was the drum that made it was the drums and the rapping that said, okay, this is a hip hop song, but the synth, all of that stuff that was on it, all of the other pieces, the layering from guitar, bass, piano. Yeah. All of that was, a, you know, alternative rock. And it's, it's just so beautiful to see him combine that. And so many people not even recognize that to the point where he comes out with supermarket and everyone's like, what, what the hell are you doing, man? What, yeah. Why are you doing this? <laughs> but it's so awesome. And I, I'm so excited because I'm hoping that I can incorporate some of that mentality that you were talking about of just, you know, not really caring what genre it is on yeah. whatever song you're putting out there and saying, I'm going to take a little bit of this, that, this, and yeah, say I'm similar to Greta Van Fleet or Logic or this or that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm going to have my own sound because it's just going to take what I found so unique combined with my own uniqueness. And I think that's what's so fascinating about being able to produce and mix some of your yeah. own music recently are there any crazy plugins that have uh, inspired you recently with any music that you're working on well i do gotta say i think we were talking about this uh before but uh that there was a plugin by neural dsp uh, yes yeah, yeah, and yeah. uh they had they just put out the uh seldano amplifier if anybody's into you know this uh any guitar player uh, out there who either has or has played a Seldano amplifier. I mean, that it's one of the original high-gain amplifiers that, uh, you know, kind of... Um, now, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong about this. I think it's like one of the original high-gain amps that kind of started, you know, that high-gain scene. But um, so I've never really got to play around with it. But, you know, again, we live in a world today that you can, you know not only own these amplifiers if you don't get the actual physical amplifier you can go and get a plug-in of it now for way cheaper i mean i don't think that i mean they are pretty dead on but you're still never going to get the same thing as an original amplifier the course although these plugins (laughs) are pretty darn close to getting and nailing it a hundred percent and you know john mayer was saying uh the fact that you know i think the only thing that these amp sims are missing is the fact that your your play style with some of the amplifiers when you're playing an actual amplifier depending on how uh you know heavy or loose you're playing the strings the amp's going to respond to that where mm. i think some amp sims don't have that response time yet so i think that's where really? he's like i'm still like on the fence of use but i think he did say he used a uh an Axe FX Fractal on the, the new album. So I think he's starting to, you know, dip into amp sims yeah. and stuff. But, you know, I, I feel uh, going back into, you know, not going too much off of it, but, you know, I've, I was messing with the Seldano amplifier and one of the uh, presets on there was like an ambient dreamy. And I think the preset was called dream. And yeah. it's like a ambient, really echoey, type of sound and i'm like oh this sounds really good because I, I was in the i was in the mood for finding a really cool ambient tone because I've, I've always liked ambient you know 
music and the, that type of tone. I'm like, I really want to get that type of tone. And yeah. I was searching for it. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. I got it. And, and again, something pops in your brain. And I'm like, oh, I just found something. I want to write it. And then I just, you know, recorded it threw a drum thing on there i uh, put a little bass on there and you know it, it's something i may come out with uh you know later down the line it's a it's a full instrumental right. it's like a one <laughs> it's a one minute thing that i wrote but hey again tiktok with, with uh either tiktok or just even yeah. any social media you know people are really drawn into you know very quick uh you know things because you're you're scrolling all day through your apps and stuff and i uh, i think we can both agree if you're scrolling with something and it doesn't, if it doesn't take interest to you within five seconds, if five seconds Goodbye. you're scrolling back up. And if you yeah. see something, it's like, Ooh, and, and it's like a point, a fraction of a second. You're like, Ooh, I like this. Then you're going to, you're yeah. going to listen to it for maybe a, a couple more seconds. And if it continues to interest you, you realize, Oh, I've listened to this for like four minutes. <laughs> yeah. For, so. the, for those, for those listening, watching in or, or coming back to this, I don't, I don't, think i heard you mention it but what what did you end up naming that one so the the preset was <laughs> called dream and for my reference i referenced it as dreams because it's, like, it's gotta be dreams it's it, gotta be dreams. so <laughs> so i'm like okay i mean that's the only thing that's gonna and it'll keep me influenced to be like okay that's the type of mindset that i was in at that time to be like okay it's a dreamy type saying so i'm like all right cool i gotta think like dreams or something so <laughs> this, this is i uh, in perpetuals i'm sorry to anyone from perpetuals that knows perpetuals <laughs> any anyone else watching that has to hear this but two <laughs> years ago when we were in uh the writing phase and we're playing shows out in westchester and wherever um we were we wrote this great new song you know and uh <laughs> i just kept having it go in my head i'm like yeah this is like a really inspirational song it had one of those like u2-esque breaks near the end where you know he's just like shouting and uh -huh. all this stuff and you have no idea what he's saying but it's just pumping you up you could feel it I'm like yeah it's just such an inspirational song and uh we're, we're like you know messing around we're like all right what, what the heck are we gonna name this thing i'm like i got it because i had the voice memo I'm like spirational <laughs> just spirational that's it that's it not not inspirational, spiration. Not even a word. Not even a word. No. But the song did not get it, released. Thankfully, it may see the light. Of it. No, you, you just yeah. think of things. You're like you think think of good things at the time. You're like this may catch on, <laughs> but yeah. you don't release. You're like okay, I'm and then you realize you're like I'm glad that never happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> I I'll be honest. Now that I'm thinking about it, as soon as I was like, yeah, it didn't get released. I'm like. Holy Hold on. That might have actually been the song that eventually became the last song that Perpetuals released, which is Waking Up. Um, uh -huh. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to double check on that because that was, again, one that, you know, we just pulled out of voice memos. We, we had it sitting there for a while and we're like, oh, that's a cool guitar, like whatever. And then all four or five of us are sitting around, just threw it all together within 15 minutes. We're like, awesome. Spirational. Done. Played it <laughs> at the set we were playing that night. And uh yeah, was very embarrassed when I actually spoke the word "spirational" out loud to the crowd. But you can't take it back. You know, it's out huh? there. It's <laughs> gone. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? Inspirational. He he did in uh, fact say yeah. a non-existing word. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with it. Just go with it. Exactly. Exactly. We were having fun. So, I think we're getting to that point of the show where we're going to spin 
the Table Talk wheel, everybody. So if you're just watching this for the first time, we have a Table Talk spin wheel that has three different topics. We have a top five, a game, a little game show called This or That, or a regular topic question. We're going to spin this, and we are going to see what we come up with tonight, if my internet is working with me tonight. So let's spin this. Uh, let's see what we uh, get here. Sometimes it goes right in the middle. Okay, this or that. And I get to use my go. little sound bite. This or that. This or that, everybody. I love it. I'm getting real produce, producer up in here. The video, the video production of this is getting so, so upstantial. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this or that. So this or that is a small little game show. And we played it a couple times with a couple other guests. So we're basically taking two different um, topics or things and you pick what you're, uh, it's kind of like a, a quick answer type thing. You pick the first one that uh, you like and we kind of, we, we do a couple and we talk about them. So here we go. And if uh, people watching in the chat, Feel free to, you know, give your choices in the chat as well. Or if you're watching later on Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, leave your uh, answers in the comments. And make sure you guys are, uh, you know, following, subscribing, leave a review for Table Talk. It helps out the uh, show, and it uh, helps us out with the charts and everything. So here we go, Owen. Uh, first one. So morning or night? Morning. Morning. Am I? Do you want me to elaborate, or are we just going? You can elaborate. Yeah. Each one. <laughs> yeah. If you, I'm if like, you have I'm a like little... starting a box, I'm like, all right, let's let's go. If you here, have a little bit go. more, the then next yeah. One. Well, if you have a little bit more, yeah, we can go. So, so you're morning. So you're uh, yeah. a morning person. I I never ever was until literally 12 days ago, <laughs> when <laughs> I finished reading, believe it or not, a book called The Five A.M. Club. Hmm. Um, it. You know, we were talking about mental health earlier, and I, I want to keep going. I want I want to keep boxing, but just to say a little, <laughs> a little, a little thing about what I got going on. That has been the most motivational and transformative book that I've ever read. It's really inspiring, and I really push anyone that is in a rut or just looking to add another great book to their list. Definitely check that out. You know, you start your day with. 20 minutes of working out real hard, 20 minutes of self-reflection, yoga, journaling, 20 minutes of, uh, you know, learning and growth. And that's kind of just, that's just the the beginning of it. And, you know, mm. the, the story behind the book itself is is really beautiful. So that is uh, the 5 a.m. club, 12 days mm. of waking up at 5 a.m. Tough, but feeling better than I ever have. And it's it's really nice. It sounds like a very interesting book, and I'd I'd, al I'd also like to add it, if you eventually have a kid, that will come into play too. They'll get you up yeah. at five five thirty in the morning too, yeah. without without any uh, harm. They'll be like, "Hey, I'm up. Like, I guess I'm up too." So, yeah. <laughs> no more alarms. No. no oh my god. The, no. the new the new puppy we got. She's she's. I can't remember uh, the last time I set an alarm. Oh. <laughs> the the new puppy is a great alarm too. If she's got to go, mm -hmm. you'll know it. They'll a let little, you know too. A little quick warning, either uh, licking your foot or your face, and if you don't move, you got about five seconds before you get a paw right in your face. Uh huh. And uh, <laughs> definitely made waking up at five a.m. easier. That's uh, that's all I'll say about that. But all right, let's it let's will. get the next one. Let's keep going. Let's so keep going. next one, 
Rain or snow? Snow. 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 Okay. It's beautiful. Okay. And I'll add uh, with the morning and night, I'm more of a night person. But okay. again, with having a kid, it's kind of been a little bit of both. And yeah. rain or snow, uh, I'm a snow. I'm a snow person too. I don't yeah. mind the rain, but you know, uh, I've always. I'm not a winter person. I'm a winter person when it's snowing. If it's gonna yeah. be cold, it better snow. If it's <laughs> cold for no reason, I hate it. <laughs> it's, it's like, what's the point? If you're gonna if you're gonna get to this temperature, just just give just us a little on. bit of snow, just, just, just a little bring, bit. Just bring it down. <laughs> but then the worst the worst part is always the, the slush the day after. Then oh yeah, like, that's oh, the man, worst. Too. I, I then, wish. I think that's the most amount of workouts happen. that I had in like the last year because I never even went to a gym like all within like a year and a half. I'm like, well, showing that snow was like like being in the gym, uh, and that gave me my whole workout for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. So next one. Uh, All right. Boat or a plane? Woo! Oh, I gotta be fast. I'm gonna say plane. Hmm. Plane. I'm gonna say plane. I, 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 okay. That that was a real tough one for me, mm-hmm. just because I I was just at the beach recently. I love the ocean. I love yeah. just being at the beach. That's that is my peace, my serenity. But plane, just because. I would never skydive, but just the feeling of flying and knowing you're, I'm you're not a on your way person. to that. <laughs> My just, wife wants to do it. I'm like, I'll see you on the bottom. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be waiting here. I'll, I'll be right here to catch not you. Not going to catch you because, I'm, <laughs> you know, if you're falling, I'm, good luck. God bless. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but. My whole thing with planes is I I love getting on a plane. I don't even care if it's for, you know, a quick little flight just to an hour or two hours away. I'm just like, right. you know what? Being on a plane to me just symbolizes the beginning of a new adventure. And it's it's so exciting because that has always felt like a nice little reset for me because you, you're out of control. You, you literally have no power in that situation. You are thousands of feet up or er, not thousands. How many? How many feet would you get? Yeah, thousands of feet up in the air. Yeah. I know it's a lot. I know it's a, <laughs> a lot. lot of feet up in the air. <laughs> That's a lot Sorry. of feet I up in like, the air. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you're if way you can up see there. a whole state from up there, you're you're up there <laughs> pretty high. <laughs> it's been a long day. All I'm gonna say is, when you're thousands of feet up in the air, the pilot's got full control, and you're just sitting there. It's kind of a peaceful situation, as scary as it can be for some, because. You know, you really got your full faith and trust in that plane, and mm-hmm. hopefully, it's going to get you there. And if not, you know, then I, I hope you had a great life up to that point. And it, exactly. it's just like a nice little life reset for me. Yeah. Hopefully, that wasn't too dark for some people. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the next. It's uh, tea or coffee. Coffee. I'm coffee. a coffee person too. I don't mind tea, but I'm I'm usually you know a go to for coffee usually. I it's funny we're I both just, singers and everyone's like you gotta have tea you gotta have tea yeah i can't stand it man it's like it's no, i like, don't mind it i mean I, I i do like a good warm tea with honey sometimes i yeah. will get like green tea and put honey on there if i if i know my voice needs a little bit of extra pick me up for a show yeah. i will go to you know while i'll get the whole 24 ounce of uh you know green tea and i'll throw a couple you know packets of honey in there and usually yeah. that gets, usually <laughs> that'll do good for me so but nice. But coffee, I'm usually a coffee person first before tea. 
sometimes I have to be every day, sometimes I have to be in the mood for for tea. But coffee is like, yeah, if, if somebody offers me coffee, I'm like, yeah, duh. Like, <laughs> at this point for me, I'm just like, I, I I don't get the point of tea, man. Like, I'll I'll do I'll do hot water and honey, and maybe mm. a little lemon to like to help yeah. the throat. But you know, somebody would offer me those same ingredients. You know, the hot water, the lemon, the honey, and then say it's black tea or say it's any any kind of tea. I'm just like. <laughs> Eh. It's like no, it's gonna ruin the taste, the honey and right. the lemon. You know, <laughs> no, like I, I just, I can't, I could never get on board. I couldn't right. do it. But yeah. Anyway, uh, what's, what, what we got next? What's what's up? <laughs> looking. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Simpsons or Family Guy? <sighs> Neither. Really? Is that an option? Yeah, I just. It can be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I if I had to choose the two, I'd probably say Simpsons because mm. I would watch that growing up a little just if it was like on the TV. Right. You, know, you get home from school and it's like, all right, a little bit later on, mom, dad are out of the room. All right, we'll, we'll put on some Simpsons. We'll try to uh -huh. watch a quick episode when no one's when no one's home or no one's watching. But yeah, uh, no, I don't I don't know. I just never really got into either one of them. And uh I don't know. That's that's just that's just me. I'm more it's of a Marvel not your, not comics your... guy. Okay. All right. Then yeah. that'll be one of our. That, well, that'll be one of our next ones. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Family Guy for me. I'm a big Family Guy person. I I, I nice. never got too much into The Simpsons. I watched them before, but it, like it never. You know, uh, I never got too attached to The Simpsons. And yeah. you know, I had a lot of friends that were big Family Guy people, and that pulled me in. And you know, I, I'm I'm a sucker for good comedy, and I I'm yeah. a I'm a very easy person to make laugh. So if you if you make me laugh pretty quick, I'm gonna continue to you know watch a show. So yeah, uh, yeah. So so speaking of uh, you know Marvel and DC and everything, uh, Superman or Batman? Superman, Batman's just a rich capitalist. We don't like him. We don't like him. <laughs> we, we we don't want. We don't like Batman anymore. It's 2021. We're, we're we're you know we're crossing out Batman. He's done. He's over with. Right. Well, <laughs> that's Bat my opinion. That's just yeah, my. Opinion. That's your opinion. Batman. <laughs> Batman's here to stay for me. Yeah, eighty nine Batman, brother. I'm all about it. And you know I, I'm stoked to see Michael Keaton. Uh, you know reprising his role in the new Flash movie. I cannot wait. Even if it's like a ten minute scene, I will be there to watch it. But I heard he's actually going to be doing more with. Uh, not only the movie, but I think they're they're in talks with him to do something else with Batman, like more extended. So I'm like, yeah, because I, I definitely want to do that. I, I've been waiting to see that since like the the early '90s too. So 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 I gotta ask you then. I got I got a this or that for you. So okay. With that said, this or that, Marvel or DC? All right. So <laughs> come on, quick. We gotta gotta be but, quick. <laughs> And I gotta say, if if I'm being quick with it, I gotta say neither because I really didn't get into the comics. I just liked Batman because he was a superhero. I never really got into the comics of Marvel and DC back then. But the movies, the movies themselves, I didn't get into really watching Marvel movies until my buddies, not necessarily forced me, but they were getting into like the uh, Infinity War, Endgame, yeah, and I'm like, all right, well, I feel out of the loop. Let me go start watching like these tons yeah. and tons of Mar Marvel movies, and I started liking a few. And I yeah. like how you have to 
necessarily watch all these in order to understand where you know we got to with the end game and infinity war so you and i'm starting to understand why there's like this big you know war between marvel and dc and 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 i understand you know why people are like you know well dc is this and marvel's doing this right while dc is like what we can't get this right and everything i'm like and i can understand because i think with a lot of dc films like they cannot keep the same actors where marvel you're always seeing the same actors and that's pivotal for when you're having those many uh superheroes and actors it's kind of important for those uh actors to stay on because unless there's like a scheduling problem or something god forbid does happen then you gotta but like i feel dc like how many batmans have there been since michael keaton yeah yeah like but but you take marvel and you got what at least over a decade you got Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. So over a decade, you have all of these kids, teens, adults growing up yeah. side by side with these characters, seeing yeah. their progression on a character level, but then coming back and being like, oh, it's the same guy. And there's like almost, you know, a, a connection that you can build there with that person. And it's it's funny that you say neither because when you asked me for uh, Batman or Superman, I almost said neither because I cannot stand DC. <laughs> I just I can't get on board, man. I am Marvel all the way. And I, I can understand watching... why people say Marvel just because of the the things I was saying before. They like you, you're Marvel's doing pretty well with keeping the same characters and yeah. you know having them come back and reprise their roles for almost every single movie. Where you know sometimes that doesn't happen with dc all the time like how many spider-mans have they changed how many batmans have they changed and like vice versa you know you never always get the same person reprising that role for all many so many movies so it's like you have to get you get used to one character and then they say oh okay we're changing the guy again like then you have to get used to a new guy like can he fit the same shoes as the last person because you may have liked this one you like he needs to stay but you know yeah. creative differences happen and you know x amount of things happen it's understandable but, but but with just what you said even with how many batmans and how many spider-mans all it took was disney saying yeah we want spider-man they bring spider-man over you can fight about the merger whatever you want you can agree yeah. disagree but they got spider-man now it is what it is uh-huh they put together not only you know two or three great movies with him but now what are they doing supposedly i don't don't know if it's true but with all of the multiverse hints they are finding more or less a loophole to say oh we can bring back those other two yeah guys that played spider-man and pulling it all together exactly like dc can't do that dc can't take their 10 batman and say ta-da no that, nah. then everyone's like nah you're too late you're too late on the yeah. wall <laughs> <laughs> but man i i love marvel so much man and i i could talk for days about it so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to cut my cut myself off nah, it's I all know good. And, I, and i'm starting to like i said i'm starting to realize why you know marvel is you know doing so good because i think they're putting out good products they're giving you all these different types of content and not that dc hasn't put out good content it's just like I don't know, sometimes, I, and I, I haven't watched enough to really probably make this statement, but it's like sometimes, like, okay, sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So it's like, it's hard to kind of stick with certain things, especially when you have, 
new characters playing the same role or yeah. uh, you're interchanging characters and changing them, changing them up almost every couple uh movies. So, you know, Mar I think Marvel's, the, the Marvel's great thing with stuff. Marvel, Marvel is able to say whether, you know, it's the multiverse or the timeline or whatever you want to do. Yeah, they have a they do a great, great job of saying we're going to intertwine all of these different plot lines. So you're going to see Thor in this movie. You're going to see Loki in this episode and just the way that they just wrap it up in this nice, perfect little bow almost every time. It's just amazing to me. It, it feels like they know what they're doing. And when I watch, I'm so excited because, yeah, I might get an idea of what's to come just based on all of those superhero, you know, concepts that, that we've grown up with that we're like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen here. This is going to happen here. But I always feel like they're able to throw in some sort of curveball whether that is the ending credits or Infinity War, the bad guy actually wins. You know, right? Sorry for the spoiler alert for whoever hasn't. <laughs> I mean, seen if, it if you haven't watched ago, it at but... this point, then it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but like, like you said with DC, I feel like it's more of like an artist piece than anything else. You know, yeah. what was it? The Snyder Cut. They they had to make it this long, drawn out <laughs> thing, and I'm like, guys, what? you're just digging yourself into a deeper grave here. Like, yeah, why, why, why are you doing that? But... <laughs> yeah. Again, like I said, we, we can probably I, I go on that. Like, that, that could be a whole nother <laughs> podcast, but yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we'll do one more here and this is, uh, right, cool. it, this could be a, a decent one. So a long drive or a long walk. Uh, long walk, long walk easily. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like a long walk, you're able to, you know, it can be a long walk for many reasons. It could only be a mile, but that mile yeah. could be a very long walk because right. you're, you're taking time to just embrace the world around you, you know? And that was like one of the things with the, the 5 a.m. club thing. I started getting up and just going on long walks in the morning every yeah. once in a while and just seeing the world and nature before anyone or anything woke up before before the birds were even chirping that that was a special thing and to hear the birds actually waking up and being the one to like see and hear that happen that was just so beautiful mm -hmm. and i feel like with long drives i uh have too many you know bad memories of just like getting stuck in traffic and just all that stuff so i i <laughs> Not a fan of long drives. I, and I, could do and I, I like, place. I do enjoy a long drive. I don't mind driving. And I, I feel, I mean, and I do like a, a good walk as well. But I don't know. I feel when you're on the, op not even just like, when, yeah, when you're in traffic, it's not a good thing. But like when you're on, <laughs> when you're on a good long open road or not many yeah. cars on the road and you're just cruising. I feel that it's like, especially if you're in the car by yourself, like you can have that. Yeah. You turn off, the, you turn off the music. You're, you're paying attention to the road, but uh, you're, you know, <laughs> in that zone of like, you know, and you can have that moment of like, like, uh, okay, you're just like cruising down, and you can get in your thoughts of like, kind of almost sim similar to what you're you were saying, like you know, you have that moment of just like thinking outside the box, and like when you're walking. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I, I, I do guys say if, if I were to pick one, I would say drives, but I do, I do enjoy both. So I, th I think nice. you can kind of get the same, uh, feel out of it for, it just depends on how you take it. I think you can kind of get the same, uh, end results with each in a way. It depends. Yeah. It just depends on how you feel with it. <laughs> yeah. 
So that was this or that. And uh, <laughs> before we get into this last little uh, thing, I want to say thank you, everybody, who's been tuning in tonight. This has been Table Talk. Uh, tonight's guest is uh, Owen Crowley, and uh, he is a singer-songwriter and music producer and a very good long friend of mine uh, who we've uh, you know played a couple shows together back when we were a little younger, and you know it's, I've been... Uh, very honored to have been able to you know talk with him uh tonight about you know some upcoming music endeavors and what he's been up to the last couple of years but i uh, i do want to uh ask you one more thing like how how did you come up with the name Enli and what are your uh you know inspirations for your uh movements for this new solo project yeah uh well first thank you so much for for having me tonight it's it's been great you know getting to catch up with you absolutely on, on life and just everything and just being here is really awesome uh i'm so happy for you that you have this now i'm so uh honored to be on episode 26 thank you hopefully i'll yes. come back for 126 and you know yeah man again you're just <laughs> gonna keep pushing along just keep doing it man i'm loving this um it. as far as you know enley uh i actually came up with it two months ago didn't even come up with it myself but one of my buddies when we were down the shore uh we're just we're goofing off we're spitballing a whole bunch of names this is like the end of june i want to say and i'm like do i just go by owen owen crowley like yeah i i, I got the self-love thing going on but i, I don't want to mm -hmm. go by my name this it's boring it's lame i don't want to do that that's kind of how i felt with me like i never thought of my name as like a marketing tool like, yeah, exactly. I, I, was, I, I always like the two first name gig because my my middle name is Charles. So after doing the spoken life thing, I'm like, I uh, Anthony Charles. I'm like, okay, that kind of sounds better than Anthony Irvin. But I've already marketed myself into spoken life, so I'm like, well, yeah, I probably missed that target. But I've always <laughs> never really, <laughs> I've never really liked my full name as like a marketing tool. So that's why, uh, you know, I started looking up stage names because I always yeah. liked. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard of the. Uh, artist uh dallas green uh, or city yeah. in color so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I always liked you know he was a big influence in a lot of my music and i always liked the city and color thing and he would always present himself as like hey my name is dallas green and this is city and color so it's like nice. you know it's almost like you're in a band but it's a representation of yourself so exactly. that's what made me really get to the stage <laughs> name and and what birthed spoken life and it took me a couple uh you know songs and eps to really understand you know what this name really means to me so it yeah. uh and i it just came out of nowhere but it's like you know it it fell from something and it's like you know it, it's taken on the true meaning of like how you know i am so that's you know. awesome man and that's and that's that's beautiful i love i love what you're saying where it's you know he's saying how he's uh hey i'm dallas green this is you know it's exactly the same idea i wanted to go for you know we're yeah. talking so much about self-love and mental health and all that stuff tonight um i think for me as i was growing um i really felt like just being honest i really struggled with loving myself at all i really had a lot of issues with that and you know that was tied into all of those struggles and because of that that kind of led into this idea of like you know what if i can't love myself i'm gonna just be whoever i want to be and that then inspired me 
to love myself even more for making that decision. Yeah. As, as crazy and convoluted as, as that might sound to some people, if you're out there and you're struggling with, you know, self-love and you're like, ah, it's, I'm whatever, this is whatever. Yeah. No one cares about what I'm doing. Then you care about what you're doing. Right. Be the thing that you want to care about, you know? Yes. So I said, you know what? I'm going to choose a name. <laughs> I didn't even end up choosing it. My buddy said on a Friday night, you should be Enley. And then I'm like, nah, that's that's like Don Henley. Why? why? He didn't tell me all weekend. We're, we're playing poker. We're, we're having a great weekend. End of the weekend comes late night and he hits me. He finally goes, dude, I'm like, what? What is, wh where are you coming up with this name? He goes, Owen and Crowley Lee and Lee. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> mind go. blown mind yeah. blown and i was like you know what it's simple enough it's beautiful i love it we're rolling with it and, and it, that, and, and it moment, rolls too it's it it's does like, it so does. yeah hey tops off to your to your buddy because that was like <laughs> he, he, he couldn't have uh, done like a better you know name for that because when you just say like like you know first name owen and the en and then uh crowley Elliot, like wow <laughs> and, like, i never thought <laughs> boom, of it that boom. way and i'm like whoa whoa that's that's awesome now <laughs> and and it's it's great because everyone's always like with perpetuals or all the all the other bands i was in it was like what's what's the deep meaning behind your guy's name like you guys got to have some like spiritual yeah. mystical meaning and i'm like nah oh and crow lee boom done there it is <laughs> yeah, take yeah. it or leave it enjoy it you know I, have a great night <laughs> like, you really you really want to know i did a google search for a band generator and it just came out <laughs> Oh my God! There, there's your inspirational there meaning you behind go. it. <laughs> Thank you, band Google, generators. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they don't get a royalty check, but they do get a little bit of credit. <laughs> yeah, my buddy's gonna be asking for millions, hopefully one day. You know? <laughs> yeah. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. We'll we'll see what happens. I there I'll I'll owe him a check down the line if if anything happens. But we'll see. Absolutely. <laughs> so um. You're saying you're you're in the process of getting some new music out. Uh, it seems like you don't have like a set date, but you're trying to hopefully get something out this year or you know beginning yeah. of next year. Is that what you're saying? I think the goal right now is to drop the first song or or like quick you know couple of songs just to be like, hey, you know, I'm back. I'm going by this new name. Just drop two or three songs at once, kind of thing. Uh -huh. um, I'm looking at. October, November, I think it really just depends on how, you know, these next couple of weeks go in terms of trying to nail down which of, you know, we narrowed it down from 20 or 30 down to 10, down to five, down to like three or four now. And it's like, all right, now I just got to sit down and say, okay, let's record, let's actually do this thing and take those demos to the next level. And, uh, yeah, I just got I got to set up the time, you know, it's, it's that that's always the biggest struggle for me. I, I got the voice memos. I got the ideas, but they're just sitting there and no excuses. You know, I'm going to get up at five in the morning tomorrow and we're just going to go. We're just going to start. You know, yep. just got to get after it. And, you know, from waking up early in the morning, you do have a sense of like when you get a lot of your stuff done in the morning and you realize, oh, it's only like eight, nine o'clock. I still got so much more of the day. 
you know, yeah. instead of like, you know, you're waking up at like eight, nine o'clock and you're like, oh, it's already 12 o'clock. Half my day is already ruined. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I, I um, when I'm waking up at like early mornings and you like you feel like you've like went through a full day. But then you look at the clock like, oh, geez, it's only nine, ten o'clock. Like this this thing's like dragging all day. But then, it's like, <laughs> well, you have so much more of the day and you have much more time exactly. to really do what you want. So it does have it's how pros. you want to look at that. Yeah. yeah. It has its pros and it has its cons. For me, it's like I'm really waking up at five thirty right now. Like, come on! <laughs> but then on the pro side, like, but you can have, you have so much like to more time to do stuff. So yeah. it's like, and, and again, it's like in that more of like a time management thing. And that's like I think as we get older, we really emphasize into learning more about time management. Yeah, you know, it's, when we're it's, kids, it's you one know, of the best thing. When we're kids, you know, we just want to get out, do something, you know, sleep in. And then we wake up at like 11, 12 o'clock. Like, okay, what are we doing tonight? And then you, you're you up all night. And then, you know, but like when you get into like your, you know, past your 25 into 30s, then you're like, okay, let me structure out my day <laughs> and see what I'm doing. What's on the clock today? <laughs> you're, you're not as, you're not as fresh as, you know, 15 anymore. It's, no, uh, it's no. uh, <laughs> a lot tougher to, uh, you know, Pull an all-nighter with some buddies and then you, you realize you can't or... roll with the college kids on a Thursday night no. as, as good as you did <laughs> when you were in your 20s. When you start getting like 33, 34, you're like, oh, crap. Like, I got to wake <laughs> up in the morning to go to work. Like, <laughs> like yeah, maybe I should tap like, myself off. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to save it for the weekend. Yeah. The one weekend for the year. And then and then next year, I'll take a year to recover. Meanwhile, they're doing it every weekend. Right. right. Yeah. Like, dude, you guys are going out tomorrow night. Like, I, I can't do that. <laughs> like, I, I got stuff to do tomorrow, man. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or you're still in bed for the next two days trying to recover. And exactly. Like, oh, man, I can't. And but that's I, I got to be honest with you, man. I as crazy as the 5 a.m. club has been for me, I uh you know, all of the mental health stuff I was working on, I am, uh, I haven't really been sharing it with too many people, but, uh, I'm just about a month and a half sober. I, uh, congratulations. Got to, thank you. Thank you. I got to some pretty, you know, scary places last year and I finally recognized that alcohol was a big part of that and, mm -hmm. you know, separating myself from it and saying, this is what I want to be. I want to have control of my life. I don't I don't ever want to feel like I did when I drank alcohol, which nine times out of 10, I felt out of control. You know, it was never just one. It yeah. was however many. So no more no more crazy late nights for me, at least. So <laughs> I, I my recovery time's gotten a lot better because I don't yeah, even have yeah. <laughs> have anything to recover from other than, you know, maybe staying up too late one night. Right. Well, congratulations with that, man. And, but, you know, good luck with everything. I know it's like a, a very big achievement when, when you get to those type of achievements, especially when it gets to like multiple months and even like the first year, yeah. you know, so, you know, we're, we're all rooting for you, you know, and, you Thank know, you keep, buddy. keep moving forward, man. And, you know, again, that. like it's, it's good that we have music and that kind of, you know, keeps your mind going to kind of, you know, keep you focused. There's always something, yeah. I think, in, in recovery where you have to have something to keep your mind focused and, you know, forward to not have you have to really think about certain things like that. Again, yeah. it could be more easily spoken than some things. I mean, uh, uh, but, you know, I think with people that don't have something to really fall back on, like not even music, but just like 
artistry or some type of hobby if they don't have yeah. something it's it's easy for somebody to you know relapse and get into yeah. something but you know so it, and it it may take people you know a couple times to really re- realize that and some people like you that you know may have realized it on the first try like you know that i, I don't i don't need this in my life and this is something yeah. that i don't really need to and i it, it's kind of put me in a bad spot so i've realized that and now i have something to kind of keep me focused so i don't have to be that type of person yeah. i love myself when i'm not in this type of mood and i don't want to be and i don't want to continue to be like that for other people and myself yeah so you know exactly, I, I i give my whole you know gratitude for you uh you. your whole new aspects and you know again good luck with it man Thank you, man. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on tonight, too. It's Absolutely, it's, it's man. Really I was just going to say thank you for being on here. And uh, thank you all for joining me tonight. This has been episode 26 of Table Talk. We will be back with in another two weeks with another episode. And uh, make sure you guys are following us on Facebook. Uh, Twitch, and if you're watching later on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean, make sure you're following us over there, uh, following, subscribing, write a review. Even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, just go over there, write a little review, just give a thumbs up. It it really helps us out. So uh, thank you all for being here. And uh, if you're part of the Patreon, make sure you go and subscribe to the Patreon. You guys will be getting that bonus footage very soon with uh, me and Owen. And uh, so thank you all again, and we'll be seeing you on the next episode of Table Talk, guys. Have a great night.